Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Chicken nugget picking, though. That's not a thing. Fuck. It's either that or take her to go see society. Yikes. We sure do live in one of those. <laughs> I love this meme, dude. I do. It's killing me. <laughs> I saw some. I saw some snarky tweet the other day that was like, "Oh, time for every unoriginal letterbox boy to like mention say society in their letterbox review Joker." And I'm like, I understand that, and I'm the biggest proponent of like people telling the same bad joke. But the society meme is so funny, and it makes me laugh every time I see it. Because the actual meme makes no sense. But do you know where... At the beginning of the episode, by the way, do you know where the society meme is from? The one I know is like a weird fucking um, Banksy thing or something. No, it's it's even better. There's an episode of Seinfeld (laughs) called The Chinese Restaurant, and I know this because I directed a recreation of the episode in college. Where, like, um, this guy, I think, cuts in line in front of George when he wants to use a payphone. And George is like, oh, I'm sorry, I was next in line. The guy's, like, the kind of, kind of like, brushes him off. So George is, is like, flabbergasted, and he walks to the middle of the room. And uh, Jerry and Elaine are kind of staying to the left by the maitre d'. And George just, like, meanders over into the middle of the room. He's like, we live in a society! <laughs> it's even better. Oh, oh boy. You know, I'm just going to... Here we go. I, I know I don't like to do this often, but I'm just going to be a nice boy and edit, and I'm going to put the clip in, starting now. <laughs> hey, excuse me, I, I was waiting here. Where? I didn't see you. I've been standing here for the last ten minutes. I won't be long. Um, that's not the point. The point is, I was here first. Well, if you were here first, you'd be holding the phone. <laughs> You know, we're living in a society. We're supposed to act in a civilized way. Does she care? No. Does anyone ever display the slightest sensitivity over the problems of a fellow individual? No. No. A resounding no. Hey, sorry I took so long. Oh, that's okay, really. Don't worry. Okay. It's so funny. I love George Costanza. He's an icon. And like, if if it wasn't George Costanza who gave the line, I don't think the society thing would really catch no, on the way it No, one has been funny. That or Kramer. Well, I think George is George is secretly the best character in Seinfeld. That's true. And it's honestly not even that much of a secret these days. Um, so we are of course talking about Society the movie. Mm-hmm. We yes, sure do live in We one. love this meme, so we will be using it. So if you want to bail, then bail. No harm, no harm, no foul. No, our two followers, they're gone. Um, <laughs> society. Um, but before we move on, move new move to the Joker, the Joker picture. I wanted to run by something for you because mm-hmm. uh, run something by you, I should say, because I don't. We know finally having our fashion discussion. No, no, still wow. working up to that. That's gotta, it's gotta happen organically, but. Uh, to continue a discussion we had a very long time ago. Don't even know what episode it's in. Couldn't even guess. But we finally have our first Trump-inspired t- 
TV show slash content. What is that? So, the Tim Allen movie. Yes, Tim Allen is playing the Donald Trump, and using the same de aging technology as the Irishman and Gemini Man. Um. So the bit, the meme is Jim Comey's book, uh, a higher truth, a loyal truth, something stupid like that, is being adapted by CBS for a limited series. How? I don't know. But the point is it's happening, and they've cast two people so far. They've cast James James Comey, and they've cast Donald Trump. Okay, who's playing uh, Comey? Two words for you, Cody. John Scully. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay, who's playing the Trumbull? By the way, for those who don't know... That's Jeff Daniels. It's Jeff Daniels. Gleason. Donald? Brendan. Oh. But, I feel like Donald could possibly play Don Jr. Or Eric, <laughs> since he's more fair-haired. God, I hope so. Um, no, uh, Brendan Gleason's a really good choice for that, I think. Yeah, I, just, I didn't realize it until I, like looked him up i was like oh wow he actually does have a similar like fat scottish head you know and that like little kind of scowl that trump just always seems to have a cute little scowl mm-hmm. like oh, i think he could work obviously we all know him from his work in as mad eye moody in the harry potter series in his worst role <laughs> and dom hoglis of course was also in the harry potter series yeah for a scene for several scenes. He had multiple lines, Cody. I don't know if you know that or not. I don't remember him. He's, I think he was in two movies. Maybe three. Possibly four. Isn't he the one that gets with the hot chick from Harry Potter 3? Four. Four? Yeah. And she's also going to be in uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Tina? <laughs> Fuck off. Um... I might. I think I might watch the show. I think this is. I really don't want to see a movie like with a big cast and like doing interviews, like oh, you know, talking to Donald, playing Donald Trump. Like I don't want that. But a limited okay, series. Okay, but who I could live with? When does it come out? Probably late next year would be my guess. You think it'll be Poe when it comes out? I fucking hope not. Which, by the way. Are you teaching your students, or have you taught your students that if you don't want to impeach, be impeached, you just don't have to do it? You can just say no? My kids can't comprehend that, first of all. The Founding Fathers wanted, really wanted to get the optional impeachment in there. Well, you can be impeached, but only if you want to. But if it's not a fair <laughs> investigation, then you don't have to be impeached, according to you and no one else. So. That's so funny. He's such a moron. But he's a moron that's going to get away with it. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Are we, how close are we to a monarchy, Cody? Not very. We're inches away from having a king. Because if the president cannot be so. impeached, even in a very straight-up traditional process, then we don't have a democracy anymore. That's what I think. Um, maybe. 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 Uh, in other news, continuing... A conversation that we actually just had a couple weeks ago. The PlayStation Five is coming. Yeah. Why? Why do you say? Why do you say yeah like that? Because that makes me look really stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Don't worry, you only went really hard. <laughs> uh, you were just assuming at the time. You had no reason to believe. I did. I told you. I was like, it's about time. It's, you know, Arc the Rock City. They're in their advertisements. are like, next-gen consoles. So I was like, it's probably soon-ish. God, I hope to... Ugh. Also, but it's... Um, Didn't that Batman thing turn out to be fake? The, the, the poster, the title treatment. It's not Arkham Court, but the it's actually, it is real. Oh, I'm Whatever. still not excited for that game. Why not? Because they didn't impress me the first time they made a game. Cody, don't you believe in people getting better? No. no. <laughs> not video game developers, usually. I mean, didn't the didn't the Battlefront people like get better or something? No, they didn't. Okay, well, maybe not. I don't know, man. I do not know. All I I'm excited. That's all I know. Um, I really want to play that game. I want to play it soon. I want to play it, preferably when it's cold, but that probably won't. Wow, happen. You don't even know what that game, what time period that game's gonna take place in. No, when I when it's cold currently, like I would want to start playing it like in a month, you know. Oh. But that's we just can't have nice things, can we? Um, all right. Well, I feel like Joker's gonna take a while, so no more dilly dallying. Okay. Let's let's dive into the mind. The man who's criminally insane and a very good stand-up comedian, Joker. No one's laughing now. Joker. 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 Joke him. <gasps> Please stop bothering my kid. Sorry. Arthur. I have some bad news for you. <laughs> this is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. thinks they could do my job check out this guy when i was a little boy and told people i was going to be a comedian everyone laughed at me well no one's laughing now you can say that again pal oh boy cody so we both love this movie no you you, oh, you don't love this movie. I thought you didn't like this movie. This is the best movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking He's life. being sarcastic. JFK who? Joker is the best film, eh? Hmm. Godfather? Grow up. Joker. No, bro, this movie sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's so bad. It's not. It's so awful. I hated it so much. I'm I sorry. I, and I'm going to blame the gamers. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why not, Cody? Let's just Why play. are you just trying to get them to rise up? That's such a mistake. <laughs> the ga- it's the gamers' fault. Let's let's establish that right here and right now, just so there's weird, no confusion. Weird stand to take. <laughs> the fault of the Joker movie being bad is lies squarely with the gamers. Um. <laughs> Except it wasn't bad, though. You're right. It's terrible. It was great. 
Oh, got me. You got me. No, initial thoughts. Let me. I want to hear what you have to say. No, I want you to go first. Oh, fuck off. Listen, okay. No, I want you to lay out all of your issues you have with the movie because they, none of them make sense, and I know exactly why <laughs> you don't like it. I but love I, it. I need you to go ahead. You, you tell it. me all of your reasons why you don't like the movie. Okay, it comes down to two things. Two main points. I got a lot of other little points... But these are the two big ones that I want that I want to really th- harp on. That are the reason why this is a one star movie for me on Letterbox. By the way, Sh- spoiler: my grade's like one and a half out of ten. Uh, one is Joaquin <sighs> Phoenix. Okay. Not bad. He's not bad in the movie. I want to say that. But he's still one make, of the reasons you don't like. I want to make that perfectly clear that I don't think Joaquin Phoenix is a bad actor. I do not. I completely understand that if somebody likes Joaquin Phoenix consistently and enjoys the work that he does, this is going to be like a next level. Oh my God. You're the only person I know who doesn't like Joaquin Phoenix. Let me finish. Event. I. Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix has never done anything for me. Like, I liked him in the Johnny Cash movie, but I rewatched that at some point and I'm like, oh, this sucks. He's really just. I don't know. His screen presence has never. Like, I feel nothing. I don't like. I never like him in a movie. I never really dislike him. He just is. And when you have a movie around a, a character that is eh, and a performer that is even more eh, I don't know. There's no reality in which I would have liked this movie. No matter how good everything else was, hypothetically, like if he was, if if Joaquin Phoenix played the Joker in The Dark Knight, would not like it as much. I'd be like, okay, it was good. It was, it was a good movie. Could have been better, but it was good. And that's just, you're not going to like a movie in that kind of a situation. And that's whatever. I, that's something, that's my problem. Uh, I felt nothing. I wasn't that impressed. I wasn't that moved. He just was. Whatever. Second thing, my other main p- pillar of issues that I have with this movie is that it's just lazy. It is a lazy, it's, it's a lazy movie it's a director who's like, you know what? Most of these kids these days haven't seen The Taxi Driver or The King of Comedy. So I'm just going to make that. They won't be none the wiser, and they're going to think that I am way smarter and way more interesting of a filmmaker than I am. And that annoys me because those are two good movies. I don't like Taxi Driver that much, but King of Comedy is fucking awesome. I love it. And it just felt so shameless that... This guy, he's fought, he apparently fought pretty hard to make, you know, to this pivot for DC, to make DC Black, or whatever he calls it, of smaller budgets, more intimate stories, yielding, so far, pretty much similar box office results to the big CGI-heavy stuff. And he did all that to basically remake two better movies and slap the Joker in there for some reason. And... I just think this movie was a bore. I everything that happened was I completely expected. I thought it was stupid and yeah, it shouldn't, but Todd Phillips is a douchebag and I can't <laughs> it's hard to watch the movie cuz ultimately a movie is a director's it's a piece of them. They are it's from their head. And like it's yeah, if you want to go back to the whole separate art from the artist kind of thing with when you find out problematic people that actually do horrible things but the same kind of goes if somebody's a douchebag and is a moron and you just don't think they're a smart or interesting person 
and they end up not making a very smart or interesting movie, which is what I think happened here. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Can I? I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to respond to each of your points. Okay. And I can tell you, I have this written down already. Yeah. Because I knew exactly what the fuck you were going to say because you're predictable. <laughs> I'm going to send you a Just picture like this of everything. Movie. I'm going to send you a picture of everything that I said. Okay. That I'm about to say. Got it. Just so you know that I had it ready before <laughs> we started. Got it. Um, I love it. You don't hate this movie, Mason. <laughs> you hate Todd Phillips. <laughs> exactly. That's what I just That's said. All, I know. And I'm kind of mad that you kind of st- uh, stomped on my my thunder. <laughs> my thunder. But you have the, nothing that you just said is a problem with the movie other than your weird dislike of Joaquin Phoenix. Every movie copies from other movies. What is Ghost Story copy? Well, Ghost Story is a weirdo. What is Blade um, Runner twenty forty nine copy? Blade Runner. Okay, all right, that's that's an adaptation. Even, so, Strike it from the so, record. What is Steve? What, what is the last does, movie we what, talked about on what, this podcast? What does Steve Jobs copy? The book. Um, it's not okay. That's a difference. Like the no, in terms okay, of filmmaking. No, to... Okay, fine. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> What was the last movie we talked about on this podcast? Uh, uh, what is it? The Nerve with Emma Roberts. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> it was Ad Astra. Dad Astra. Ad Astra copies from other movies. Not not that much, though. It does. Like... Yeah, it ta- Okay, fine. The let's entire look, visual let's, style let's is look... based on 2001. Okay, but the Cody, entire Cody, story Cody, Cody, is just Cody, a watered-down... Uh, <laughs> Cody, here's the thing, though. Here's the difference, but... though. It, Ad Astra takes bits and pieces. It takes a little bit of, like, that Blade Runner 2049 of we have a subway on the moon, you know, over-commercialism. It takes a little bit from 2001 A Space Odyssey in terms of how it frames space. And by the way, even if, say, even if 2001 was never made, some movie was going to definitively show how you do space because there's only one way to do it because it's kind of flat it's just it's space there's only one really way to shoot space uh interstellar i don't i I didn't really see much many comparisons with interstellar except for the cinematography which is hoyt van hoytema so sure i don't mind it it's a kid story it's just it's the same movie but from the other okay but uh, how many other movies have made a movie about a father and a son like that's not that rare yeah exactly that's not, but that's not what I'm saying. It's something like Ad Astra. It's taking bits and pieces. It's taking a little bit from that, a little bit from that. But because, and this is going to prove your second point, your first point, because James Gray is not fucking Todd Phillips. The guy, he's a direct. He's a good director. He's a smart director. He does things <laughs> like I, what? I just, he does things better than he's a better director How? than Todd Phillips in ever in pretty much every way. <sighs> Because what I mean, how many what space movies do you know that have narration throughout? Blade Runner. Space, not sci-fi. Um, I'm sure there are other ones. Also, Blade Runner it. was like a studio thing, so that was a, if Ridley <laughs> had his way, it wouldn't have there wouldn't have been a lot of voiceover. I think he did he cut that out in one of his cuts, but but it also uh, is just but also is even the Ad Astra is also like just a copy of. It's the same thing as Apocalypse Now and Heart of Darkness. Yeah, it picks. It, it's, it picks. It doesn't things. pick. That's the. It's the same story, just in space. It just. I'm saying you can't have it both ways. 
You can't get mad at a movie no, no, no. for being inspired by another movie. It's not fair. Yes, it is. And again, it, go... no, it's not. But it also it comes to the fact you know how we just talked about we talk about plot holes a lot and pl- you know movie uh-huh. fit movie dust. I I it's a rule for me. I don't if I don't think of plot hole or something like that when I'm watching the movie when I'm engrossed in the movie when it captures my attention and it captures my imagination and all that fun stuff. If I don't notice that when I first watch the movie, I never really double back and say, "Oh, that sucked. Oh, that was bad. I don't like that. I don't like how they did that." Like I don't do that because if if the point of the movie point of movies is to capture your attention and to get in, and to suck you in. So if a movie does that, and I and I have to then go back and like cinema sins all the s- random stuff that doesn't make perfect sense, like th- I don't do that. That's dumb. I just take whatever feeling I get with the movie. And with the, when, with Joker, yeah, it's probably because I don't like Todd Phillips, but I addressed that. But I couldn't think, oh, he's doing the fingers of that, like Taxi Driver. Oh, he's a game show host, like in King of Comedy. Or, oh, he's recreating what he would do if he was on the show, like in King of Comedy and all and all that stuff. That... I'll tell you a secret. I've never seen King of Comedy. So okay. this whole... That's fine. I mean, that's, say, that's too bad that your, to your exposure is going to be to this instead of that. Bummer. But that's a great movie. Highly recommend it. But there's a yeah, like I said, there's a difference between when Nolan makes Interstellar, or when James Gray makes Ad Astra, or when Tarantino makes Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They are on a different filmmaking level than Todd Phillips, and they just do it better, or they make, or they don't make you notice, or they put in enough new-ish stuff that maybe they either thought of themselves or are less seen. But you know, uh, but this movie didn't. It took one very obvious. Uh, movie and then one that's not as obvious but it's still a movie starring Robert De Niro and directed by Martin Scorsese like it, it it's it's shameless and it's and the feeling I got from it and again this is the guy who who made three hangover movies that he just couldn't think of a good enough story himself so he's just like eh, somebody already did the work for me I'll let the audience fill in the blanks and I'm just gonna do it this way the movie just felt it just feel, it felt lazy to me it, but I get you really took all the steam out of my argument, though. I know. I'm sorry. When uh, you said you, you just no, it's just you were never going to like this movie, Mason. You know, what? you don't you don't like it because you don't like Todd Phillips and you don't like Todd Phillips because he attacked your worldview. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my God. It's the same reason that all of CNN is hating it right now. Well, that's a whole other issue. But like. I think that, like I said earlier, I think that's kind of... I don't see why that's necessarily a bad thing. Because you're not judging the movie on its own merits. You're judging it from an outside thing. Like, you don't like what this guy said. Because you need to... You're you're not watching the movie. You're watching it with a lens of, oh, this guy's a fucking moron. I I am judging its own merits. Obviously, anything he has to say and puts in a movie is going to be stupid, just like he is. That's just how it works. I mean, I'm not saying you're incapable of separating it i'm sure most people aren't but but. here's the thing separating it if i i'm trying to think of another example of a director who i think is a douchebag and i like their movies can't because you don't like them there has to be at least one like okay how about this cody oliver stone i don't know why you don't like oliver stone because he's a conspiracy theorist he's a fucking moron I just, 
no respect for him as a as a person, but he made JFK. Okay. Which is my favorite movie ever. It's an outlier. I don't know. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna look. Let's look. I'm looking through my top 100 now. David Fincher. He made Fight Club, but I still love Social Network. Okay, you like his other movies. But like, <laughs> but you don't hate him as a person because he made a movie you don't like. Well, I think everybody missed the point of that movie, to be honest with you. You hate Todd Phillips as a person because he called your woke culture stupid, and you took offense to it. I don't. I'm, the thing is, I don't hate him. I just think he's dumb. Sure, whatever. I don't like. But, I mean, that coupled with the fact that you have this weird dislike of Joaquin Phoenix for whatever reason. Yeah, that's inexplainable. I can't. Um, you were yeah. you were never going to like this movie. You're biased. It's just, it's the way it is. You're going to look for things not to like about it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because I'm sure I would have done the same thing. Right. I don't know. I, I put myself in a very good position to like this movie. No, you put yourself in a very great position to not like the movie. I saw it in the 70mm film, A. Eh? Okay. The way that I think they shot it, maybe. I'm not sure. Hmm. But. I don't know. I can't, I can't speak. I, I, yeah, you. there's probably some art, molecules of truth in there, but. <laughs> Everything I said was true. <laughs> what are you talking about? Some molecules of truth, but. I don't think I would have liked this movie even if it was made by I'm looking at my list and I see Lady Bird, so Greta Gerwig. If Greta Gerwig had made this, I don't think I would like Gerwig, it that much. Okay, that's not fair because Greta Gerwig would never have made this movie. Fine, if Fincher made this. This could be I'm f- sure you would have liked it. I mm. Well Fincher would have made it better, so maybe <laughs> You see there you go. It's not it's not fair. You're not in a good you're not in a, a fair position to talk about this movie. Plus, you also saw that um, David Ehrlich didn't like it, so you're like, okay, I got you. (laughs) Tell me that didn't have some sort of influence on you. I mean... And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. (laughs) It's fine. You're funny. funny. I'm telling the truth. Such a funny guy. It's like that Jesus meme. (laughs) They hated him because he told the truth. (laughs) <laughs> they did hate him because he told the truth. Um, I don't know. I, I we're asking questions, asking questions <laughs> that are unanswerable because the reality, uh, like if we put me in a separate universe where this wasn't a Todd Phillips movie or somebody else, and they were like they didn't say the dumb shit that he said about comedy or whatever stupid shit Todd Phillips is racking through his empty skull. We just don't. We just <laughs> don't know. Fun to talk about anymore. We just don't. Just... What. You're just being you're being mean. He's dumb. He, I, this the guy, guy said something okay. I don't agree with. You don't need to be such a but dick. He's done things I don't agree with either. What made a lot of money? No, he made the movie that kind of put him on the scene was a documentary about frat life, and he staged it. And he hasn't paid the repercussions for faking a documentary. And he's insisted that he didn't he didn't fake it, and he did, and everybody well, knows that he did. I mean, and he's like he and Brett Ratner are like in my classification of like. If you look up the phrase Hollywood douchebag, you're going to see a picture of one of those two, and that's just a bummer. Like, it's That's not fair. I think fake documentaries are good. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I was just trying to make a joke. I know. I was yeah. trying to get a Taika Waititi joke in there about what we do in the shadows, but that was never going to happen. 
I honestly didn't even get the meme, but good job. There was no meme. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. We just we don't know. We don't know. But like, but like I said earlier, a movie is a director's. You're looking into. You're seeing things through their eyes for the most part, and like, I just think this guy's an idiot, and I don't think he's a good director, and I think he's, uh, you know, just not that talented and the fact that he had to pull these good ideas from a movie and repurpose them and try to pass them off as his own which you know sure you can debate whether or not he's been completely transparent he's probably been yeah he's been transparent about lifting these from Scorsese movies sure but I think the sentiment overall of doing those things and those actions make him a lesser filmmaker because he's reliant on other people's ideas and other people's work to make his own stuff Again, work. You can say that, and every director does that, though. I would... I mean, yes. Every, every yes. single piece of media yes. in the world yes. is all based off of yes. one movie. <laughs> Alien that... vs. Predator. <laughs> 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 the greatest cinematic masterpiece you're not of wrong. our time. You're not wrong. All right. So let's let now let's spend the next hour and a half connecting the dots between Alien versus Predator in this. Uh, I think I think the alien in this movie is Arthur's mental illness. I think no. I think the alien is the audience because we don't understand him. Oh, the predator is his mental illness. Exactly. All right, I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. To put a capper on that, yeah, you may there. I think you're probably half right, but I like to Not think that. Right. I, th- <laughs> I like you to think. think I like. But your body's think, here too. Oh, actually, I have something to read you. Read to you. Okay. Uh, uh H I G. Groundhog Day. Tell me what movie Groundhog Day's ripping off. The Holiday. Home Alone Two. Lost in New York. Tell me what that art. Home Alone. Oh fuck, you got me. All right, I guess you're right, Cody. No. Uh, okay, Joker. Listen, you keep holding. You keep holding this. Uh, keep going. I'm gonna just start reading Josh's review. So <laughs> no, on April third, when the second trailer I think tra- came out on Letterbox, I said, "quote This looks exactly how I was hoping it would. Grimy, dark, weird, and hopefully a little more violent than we're used to seeing." Not a big fan of Phoenix as an actor, but I really like what he's done with the role. I'm a big believer that when casting the Joker, weird-looking people should always be at the top of the list. As much as I love Ledger, who physically transformed, and hate Leto, sweet Jesus, was that bad. Phoenix and Jack both have that one-of-a-kind look that adds to the bizarre nature of the character. And in this weird timeline, I think there's a fairly decent chance this earns him an Oscar nomination. How wild would it be if he and Ledger won for the same role? And so many New York looks. With three exclamation points. You spelled looks L E W K. Four W's, one that. K, and an S. <laughs> I read that. I okay. don't know what your point is. I yes, just... but you want to know what the the big difference between then and now is? I've seen the movie. No, Phillips attacked your worldview, so you think he's a moron. Because before that, you didn't even think about him. I bet. No. See. I no. I'm saying no. I have. I doubt it. I have. I, can I don't you. believe you. I'm sorry, I just don't. I mean, the guy's, like, he's kind of always been saying stupid shit, so, and, like, I, di- I didn't, even though I like Jonah Hill, I didn't go see War Dogs. I bailed on the last two Hangover movies because I thought they looked stupid and not worth my time. Like, 
I don't know, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about Todd Phillips. Who has, I ask you. But it's you, not like in the past two weeks. It's not you. like I have his face on a dartboard and I'm throwing it darts <laughs> against every night. That's not the case. That's, that's not who that's I am. That's something the Joker would do. <laughs> but anyways, to move on. You're kinda right, but I think I gave the movie a fairer shake than you thought I would. But I think that's where we our disagree. paths diverge. Because <laughs> I don't think there was ever a reality once I I got your take on the things he said about but here's, comedy. Here's what I would want to see. Here's what I want to see. I want to hear from him why he decided to make the choices that he made when if, with regards to those to those lifts, I guess, for lack of a better word, of the of King Comedy and Taxi Driver. I want to know why he felt that that was necessary. And why and give hear his reasoning because as far as like I said earlier where I'm where I'm sitting, it just seems like he was lazy and then he's like eh, why think of something for yourself if you can just blatantly rip off a guy and give him an EP? No, I don't know. It just seems to me that he he saw an opportunity to take a character he probably really likes and put it in a lens that nobody has usually seen it on and. He's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they did a taxi driver version of the Joker? And then he got, but that's see that's the opportunity that, to make it. That's the attitude that I hate. I really that really annoys me is when people say, oh, well, what if we make this through this and like this established IP through that established IP? Like that's I hate that cross pollination in every in any set in any setting or outlet. It doesn't have to be comic book related. It doesn't have to be even drama related. But that just is lazing me. It's like, what if it's Taxi Driver, but with the Joker? Like, I fucking hate that. That's stupid. And I've I never liked that. that I don't think that's stupid. Okay, well. I think you can make some really cool things if you do that. You make derivative things. Why not do something interesting and fresh? And yeah, like the... the you could say, well, you know, Nolan, when he made Dark Knight, he pretty much wanted to remake Heat. Like, yeah, true, he did. He said that he was a big influence for him, and it influenced influenced how he depicted the movie as this big crime drama in the middle of a city. But you know what he didn't have? Batman. Didn't have Batman, didn't have the Joker, didn't have the Tumblr, didn't have the Bad Pod. He still, he pulled those influences, just like in 2001. He pulled the influences, but he didn't, he didn't turn that, he just, he didn't try to recreate the story. Like, Interstellar is nothing like 2001. Mm. In a story perspective. Mm. They're very... 2001 is cold and calculating. Interstellar wears its heart on its sleeve. And Dark Knight, it's not about a cop and a robber. It's about a Batman. It's about a vigilante and a terrorist. It's about a Batman. It's about a Batman. And there's and that's the difference between somebody like Nolan and somebody like Todd Phillips. Nolan can say, "Oh, I want to make Heat, but Batman," and he can do it in a in an interesting way. And when Phillips says, "I want to make Joker, but with Taxi Driver," he does it this way. And I don't know. you've heard you've heard my interpretation of your your feelings. And I, I def- can I can I can only say the same thing so many times. And I deflated it. You didn't. I deflated it. I I don't believe you did. But okay. what do I know? It's fine. You're a simple pleb boy. Sure. Um, but yeah, let's see. What else is there to talk about this movie? How about how I felt about it? That's not important. I liked it. 
Let me tell you why you liked it, though. <laughs> because the the society has told you that to like it. You see, that would actually only be fair. Since <laughs> I just <laughs> I just spent so long telling you why you didn't like it. So if you, if you want to, you can go ahead. Well, well, you liked it because I'm assuming... I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I'm assuming you liked the Murray Franklin stuff, like with De Niro. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm assuming you like Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. You know I do. Her is one of my favorite movies. Well, there we go. Case closed. Good talk. You're biased. <laughs> what I here's what I understand is how can I be biased coming into a movie and how be a bad thing to like somebody to not like somebody, but it's not a bad thing for you to be biased coming into a movie when you like somebody. Why? Is well, that, because why is it's me. Only go one be, way. Because it's me and not you. Okay. And. I'm allowed to, you're allowed to like things on this podcast, but you're not allowed to not like things. <laughs> Serious, seriously, though. Talking is like a whole, as a cultural thing of how we talk about stuff. Every, the only time everyone's like, oh, you don't like to be biased. It's like, okay, well, everybody's biased. No, I mean, you need to, yeah, you're that's something that you, like you need to recognize. Phoenix. Yeah, and, it, and also, who gives a fuck? It's a movie. Why are we talking about bias when it comes to a fucking movie? It doesn't fucking Well, yeah, matter. I don't know why. Like, Listen, you want to talk about bias in journalism. I don't think like you want to sure. talk about... I don't think you want to talk about this because you're going to get to our whole, like, why even talk about movies. Because it's fun. And our whole podcast is going to be moot. Don't you mean moat? I don't. That's a that's a current events reference to when Donald Trump spelled moat with two O's and no A. Huh. <sighs> you spelled it M-O-T-E? No, M-O-O-T. That's just moot? Yeah. It's like I'm gonna fill them moot with snakes. Oh, that sounds scary. Snake moot, or like a snake <clears throat> boot. There's a snake in my boot. Wait, sorry. Um. I don't know, but it just seems to me, Mason, you're on the wrong side of history for this one. Okay, whatever. As much as as much as CNN wants everybody to be <laughs> on your side. Oh my god. Listen, okay, we have to talk about this a little bit. First of all, the controversy, quote unquote. And I hate using that word, but it is completely. It's so dumb. It's it's not. I don't think it's dumb. But, like, it's just so overbearing and stupid. Just everybody, nobody is right. Nobody is, like, talking. No, I haven't I haven't seen one good take on it. Like, I think the whole, this is going to inspire incels. It's like, they're going to be inspired anyways. Like, if they're going to, if they want to do something crazy, we live in a country where you can cross state lines, you can buy an AR-15, you can shoot people. Um, you, and there's you, nothing that anybody you, can uh, stop to do. Why'd you say we live in a country? You should have said we live in a society. <laughs> I want to talk about like a greater, like greater ethos, but we do live in a society. Uh, that's that's very true. But like, but also the whole dismissing of like, oh, why is everybody talking about like this insult thing with Joker? Like, it's just the media. Like, that's fucking stupid. Because seven years ago, a guy said he was Joker and he killed a bunch of people in the movie theater with a gun. So like, I don't know. I think maybe it's okay to be on our toes a little bit. <laughs> Since this thing that we're worried about happening, it already happened, and nothing changed. So, like, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit stupid to be just outright dismissive of any concerns. And I have a story later that can go along with that. Um, with my theater experience, which was fun. <laughs> did, you have, one thing. did you go now, to the we'll, one where we'll they had the it. National we'll Guard? Get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but, yeah, the controversy with this, it's... I think people's hearts are in the right place, and it is kind of right, like... Most people dress up as Joker on Halloween a lot, and usually it's not for the right reasons. And just like with Mark with Scorsese's movies, 
a lot of people view The Wolf of Wall Street as like a bro movie when it's not. <laughs> and it's not people, just a scumbag. Yeah, people might view this also in a similar way of like, oh, this is like a sick movie about a guy who is fed up with the system when it's like, it's not. <laughs> At least I hope not. I'm giving Todd Phillips benefit of the doubt that he doesn't actually think that the Joker is a good guy or it's just no, no, all. and I think that's the thing is people are afraid that the people who are watching this movie are stupider than they are, actually are and will think that okay Arthur was supposed to be the hero. Okay, Cody, four words though United States of America. Oh, nice. I was gonna go a different route, but that kind of fits, but no, four words is release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> we don't, I nothing will ever surprise me for how stupid the people who go to these movies can be like it's just it's something we just have to live with like it, i don't know it, all that to say i guess that's fair and also the reason that people keep reporting on stuff is because people keep quote tweeting and getting like it's so stupid and like they're getting clicks on it so of course that they're going to continue to report on these tiny isolated incidents like it's people who are complaining about it are just feeding into the system so it's like I don't really feel bad for you for like it's so stupid to get that coverage because you're you're making yourself a part of the cycle. If you think it's dumb, disengage. Don't be one of the clicks. Don't direct traffic towards the article so they say, "Oh, this thing got five hundred thousand views in twenty four hours. Let's write another one." See, people seem to want to know this. Digital media is all about clicks. People won't don't they won't write about something if nobody's clicking on it. Nobody cares. So enough with that and. I don't know. This movie has been kind of exhausting, but I wanted to get those couple points out that it's just basic reading comprehension that some people don't seem, and critical thinking that most people don't seem to really that have that much. Um, I guess that's a fair uh, analysis of that. I thought so too, and I, I'm honestly shocked. And I've I've read and watched stuff from very uh, conscious, I guess I should say, people that have completely like this thing's stupid. When it's like when that James Holmes is in jail somewhere and he's been convicted for killing people saying he's the Joker and he colored his hair and he went to a screening of Batman. Like, what the fuck, people? Are we, not, are we really not going to spend any time thinking about this? Not one minute? <laughs> like, come on. Anyways, uh, let's try to move past all that because I actually have things to say about the movie itself and the choices that were made. Um, what did you think of the score, Cody? I really liked it. Yeah. thought it was very interesting. I did too. thought it was a pretty good score. It, was, it made me very unsettled, which I believe was the point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like I and I like I thought the score was pretty solid. I didn't not the best I've heard, not the worst I've heard, but I really liked how it was mixed. I like how it was put in the movie. Or, yeah, I agree. Is it mixed or edited? No, mixing is how you hear the sounds. Editing how, the sound. yeah, how the yeah. sound, yep. But, um, yeah, it was used at the at pretty good times. I, I very much liked, uh, yeah, how they implemented the score. Didn't get at all showy. Um, let's see. Oh, man. Let's talk about a minute, just connecting this to the Batman mythology, I suppose. Okay. First of all, we don't... I, I didn't really need to see the origin done again. Hmm. I agree. I also could have used for not doing the whole Arthur Wayne, or Thomas Wayne, I'm your son thing. I hated that. 
<laughs> I really thought that was... I, I didn't think that was necessary, I guess. Uh, I, you know, the movie, like, it made sense to a point of, like, oh, his mom's writing Thomas Wayne letters. It kind of gives you a clue into how, to her sort of mental state. And then he goes on to believe it, it's something for him to obsess over. But then he finds out he's not his son, and he just moves on. Kills her, and then sort of moves on. And it, I just didn't feel like, when the movie ended, I was like, I, I can't tell, I don't think that story detour really went anywhere. Didn't tell me that. I think that's what convinced him to uh, really just give up. But like, and I and I know I'm just gonna I'm gonna contradict myself, but the Murray Franklin stuff was enough. I know it's lifted, it's lifted from King of Comedy, but that carried the movie fine. I didn't know why we had to go through all these lengths to uh, to for uh, ultimately a non non answer about uh, Thomas Wayne and connecting it to Batman. Like if, if this movie had none of the... If Bruce Wayne didn't factor into this movie at all, and it was just about his dad, that would have been fine. Just I, It just felt weird to, to for, for them trying to connect it to the to the Batman origin story when I felt like this wasn't that, you know? I, I mean, I didn't mind the whole stuff with Thomas Wayne and everything. I thought that that was pretty interesting, actually. But I'm with you that I didn't really need to see it happen again. Like, it would have been fine. I would have gotten it if they showed him coming out of the movie theater. I've heard some people say that feels like it was a reshoot because it was kind of just jammed in there and didn't really connect to the main action. And I sort of, because I think there was like a camera moving or maybe a part of a tracking shot that's disconnected from what Joker is doing. And it just says like, goes down this alley and it shows his parents getting murdered. And then there's a shot at the end where I can... Thinking back, I kind of can see that now. Like, how it does feel like that was sort of jammed in there for no reason. And yeah, I can, I can see that, too. And honestly, the story here, and this is one of another one of my bigger qualms, I guess, with the movie overall, is I think the theme is a lot like Dark Knight Rises, is about, like, uh, stru- structure, I guess. And the rich and the poor and, you know... The haves and the haves nots, obviously, with Thomas Wayne, and then the diff- the worlds between Thomas Wayne and Arthur Fleck are thousands of miles apart, even though they're in the same city, pretty much. And I don't know. I thought that was, I guess, I, I just I thought that was enough for the movie, and it didn't really dive into those too much, uh, at least as much as I thought they would. Um, it felt a little bit unfocused. That's all. <clears throat> Sure. Because we don't really we spend a lot of time with Arthur, and we've we're made to, and at the end, obviously, he becomes a symbol of this movement, I suppose. But we don't really spend a lot of time with that um, with the progression of the sort of unrest in the city between the rich and the poor. Like his murders spark something. The people that he kills, they spark something. But I never really got a sense of exactly what was happening. Uh, I disagree there. I think they made it pretty obvious that there was some tensions. But did those tensions come? Was uh, was him killing those people in the subway, and then Murray Franklin calling them clown or Thomas Wayne calling them the clowns? That was the that was the ignition. That was how it started, right? That was what really pushed it over the edge. I thought. Okay. I just I'm not gonna count this as a negative to the movie. I just think it could have 
There's some. Uh-huh. T- there, you could have spent time on that whole civil unrest that was spent with the whole is Thomas Wayne Arthur's dad? Question mark? Question mark? Like time better spent, I think, fleshing out the themes of the movie and not focusing so much on his parentage and whether it is or isn't real. I guess. Um. <laughs> well, no, I think that that's a a a push from him to like that that's what actually put him over the edge to like commit to actually going crazy and stop taking his meds and killing people right uh so to to todd phillips's credit he understands his own movie because he said in an interview um i think it was an interview he said that everybody he's shown the movie to he showed the movie to to a certain point they all had different spots where they stopped being sympathetic to Arthur. And I want to know what yours was. When he killed the fourth guy, or the third guy, on the subway. That was mine, too. Because he went from being, he went from defending himself. To hunting that guy down. They're obviously drunk, and they're beating the shit out of him. And if they're drunk, then they're just going to go further and further. Because they're... You know, they're not properly processing their emotions and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I agree. As soon as he starts hunting down the third guy, it's like you can tell that he feels... He starts to feel the how much he likes killing, I suppose. And mm-hmm. I think it, but I think it. that it really becomes super solidified in him wanting to right. cause others harm before taking himself out was... When he killed his mom. Yeah. Do you want to hear my story? I guess. Did somebody clap? Yep. That's pretty bad. I couldn't... I was kind of... It was. I was sort of off to the left, and the person that clapped was kind of above me and more towards the center. So I couldn't really get a feeling of if they were being... If they were just, like, playing into the bit of, like, all psychopaths, like Joker or not. Uh, or whatever. But either way, it was fucking gross. Um, yeah, that's cringy. Yeah, that's big time cringe. I'm really hoping that it's just this one guy who's like, yes, finally! And that just would make me happy. Just just for comedy's sake. Of, like, look at this fucking loser. Um, but yeah, that was a really interesting scene. Just that that the, the line in the, in the trailer that he said, it's like, I thought my life was a tragedy, but it's really a comedy. It's like, it's really a fucking comedy in the movie. <laughs> Which also brings me to the point of vi- the violence. Uh, like, let's talk a little about the R rating, I guess. Based on people's descriptions, and there's a lot of people that are slurping this thing really bad, and it's very, it's kind of embarrassing. This movie really is not that violent, or or messed up, I guess. It's totally no, I agree like, with you. It's pretty tame, actually. There's a little <laughs> blood. There's, you know. It's, I mean, we're Americans, so we've seen worse shit on on a network TV. So, like, okay. That's that's another thing. And I guess maybe stuff I'm bringing to the movie is, like, seeing what people are saying about it, and they're just, oh, they're all just so... This mo- this is the ultimate thesaurus movie of the year, where they're just, like, looking up, oh, let's, I'm going to find a really good really good word to, to use to describe this movie in a tweet and then to get a lot of likes on my tweet oh yeah like it's this it's that kind of a movie and that those are just fucking insufferable people overall 
Yes. I guess it's fine. The movie's not that... It's violent-ish. It's not rating, sure. But... It was more rated R for, vi- or for language than its violence. And it's not like there's any... I just I still don't understand why people are calling this an incel movie. Is it because of the two seconds he fantasized about having a girlfriend? Mm, it's a little bit of that, and like the just this, you know, feeling like society's beating you down is kind of another society. Uh, yeah, but incels blame incel women. Thing. He doesn't seem to blame women at all. He kind of blames his mom a little bit. Well, okay, that's fine, but like, that's it, actually I actually don't. The, <laughs> we don't have to look at the definition of incel to kind of get the gist of who the type of person is, and I don't think he is. Like my interpretation of an incel is just some fucking loser who is a misogynist and think women owe. It's a guy. Things. It's a guy who can't get laid, and, and he's mad at women about it. Yeah, Arthur to me just seems like I don't know. Just a it's kind of a sad sack. A guy who's kind of whose life sucks, and he can't really do anything about it, and he feels like he's lost control of it. Which I guess elicits some sympathy, but like not a lot because I ultimately know exactly where he's gonna go and the decisions he's gonna make, and you're just waiting for him to cross that line. So then when you do, it's like like a light switch. The little empathy that I had for him is kind of gone. Because so I just you know like I said because early in the movie, you know exactly, you know he's going to become the Joker, so it's like, I can't sympathize with the guy that much, because he's going to be the Joker, but, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit, just because, you know, I'm a human being, um, uh, yeah, uh, good, let me, let me say some good things about it, there, that scene after, so like, he's painting his face, he's getting ready to be on the Murray show, and the guy and his friend come over, and like, hearing about his mom, right? Yeah. After he kills him, and when we're not sure if, yet if he's going to kill the the other guy, where he can't reach the door, and you can't mm. really tell if Joker if Joker knew that already, and he kind of yeah, was like... Tell me about like the was, tenseness. That was... Yeah, like you felt like he was sort of toying with him. That's a very good Joker moment. I'll give Top Phillips or whoever wrote that. I think there was a co-writer, but whoever wrote that, I'll give him credit for that. That's a good, it's a very good, smart Joker moment. He would definitely do that. You definitely, definitely mess with somebody's head like that, uh, for sure. And credit where credit's due on that one. Uh, De Niro was also pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Kind of really enjoyed seeing him play uh, a talk show host, you know. Um, and I guess cinematography-ish. It that was good. It was really good. Yeah, it made good... Yeah, parts of it are okay. What do you but mean? I, what was bad? The f- uh, you can't even name one. I liked how it used location. So I'm a big... I'm my One of my big Batman pet peeves is I usually don't like... Batman live action sometimes doesn't work for me because I don't buy him in the real world. You know, like... The Nolan movie, the last Nolan movie, Dark Knight Rides, just kind of bounced between being in Pittsburgh and New York like 5,000 times and Chicago a little bit, and that just always has always bugged me. And So I'm kind of picky when it comes to seeing Batman out in a city or whatever. But, <laughs> Remember how in the end of that movie they fight on Wall Street? 
Don't it was a good movie. <laughs> don't even don't talk about that movie in, in front of me, please. I can't. I just can't do it. That movie sucks. Um, this is definitely worse than that, but it's still bad. That's uh, so not true. Oh my god, you're such a cock, dude. <laughs> uh, as I was saying, no, it it made good use of the locations. Like you know, mostly shot in Jersey, did a little bit in Lower Manhattan, and I think that worked pretty well. Uh, added to the kind of griminess of it all. Um, yeah, thought it was thought it made yeah, like I said, thought it made good use of location. Um, let's talk a little bit about the theme. What do you uh-huh. think the theme of this movie is? You had to boil it down. Oh boy, we live in a society. More specifically. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think his thesis statement is when he actually says the society's line. Yeah, I have that queued up, but I want to talk a little bit about the economic sort of unrest. So, Dark Knight Rises, speaking of that, also kind of tried to use this of, you know, having the have-nots. It didn't do it great. It kind of gave it up after a while, and it's just, just like, eh, it's, you know... Batman's journey and they kind of dumped the theme and I kind of I thought I had a feeling this would have something to do with with that just because the Thomas Wayne character and he is in the movie it's a lot of his lines feel Trumpy Hmm. and there's like some I alone can fix this and blah 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 all that stupid like this is a movie about now um but the economic unrest of it all was something that kind of intrigued me of you know because similar in 2012 but even more so now, because obviously we're in an election in an election cycle, and we just had mm-hmm. a big tax bill passed, and a lot of the candidates running for president on the Democratic side are talking about wealth and money and money in society, society and billionaires, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe Todd Phillips is like a seeker up, and he's got a really interesting point of view, and a really, and he's going to use Joker to tell that point of view about wealth inequality and all that stuff. Does the movie have that? No, it doesn't. Yes, because at the end of the at the end of the movie, when Joker's on the t- in the on the talk show, as a person who's been most affected by wealth inequality, he's like, "Oh, I'm not political." And he, the movie just completely skates over that theme. But then again, but then he also has that line where he actually says "society," which I think is hysterical. They're leaning into the meme so much. I'm so happy. He still brings up the he brings up the. Off, he brings up the byproduct of wealth inequality, but the movie doesn't really connect those two ideas at all. Which is, and I'm not saying I'm not putting this into a Democrat and Republican kind of thing, you know. Especially back in the '70s when this movie set, they were all back. It's back in the '80s. I, I got a '70s feeling up to it. No, it's Reagan. I think it's set in 1981. It's Reagan era. Why not 1984? Because this isn't a movie about police state, so why would it be? You tell me, but either way, I just I didn't did. think those I did not think those two themes really connected, and I don't know why you put I don't know why you give him the line of I'm not political, because he is he's a political figure, it, it's a different definition of the term political figure, like the 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 dichotomy between him as a political figure and Thomas Wayne as a political figure is kind of interesting to me, but they just and I'm sure he doesn't believe he's political. I think. 
like like he might not realize i mean i'm sure his ego was stroked by the effect yeah that he had but i don't think he was doing anything in order to stir shit up like he did i think he was doing that for the pure anarchy hey look what happens i'm gonna kill myself on tv but he doesn't i don't know why he doesn't i thought he was going to do that yeah, the the setup was that he was, you know, when in that scene where he sort of rehearsed what he would do on the show. Yeah, at the end of it, he put the gun to his own head and was planning on blowing it out. Um, but in the actual movie, he kills Murray because my feeling was he just was pissing him off. Yeah, he got mad because yeah. he was basically calling him dumb. A clown, if you would. I wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> but, um, but yeah backing up a little bit i did not i want to hear what you think about it but i didn't think that the movie really connected it, it connected the the theme of the wealth inequality and the thomas waynes you know the, the rich getting richer and the poor like arthur staying poor I, I, I again this is a missed opportunity where the movie just didn't connect and a better director could have done this uh the movie just didn't connect those the relationship between those two things and him as a political figure um and that kind of, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying like, oh, why didn't the movie say what I think and say that people shouldn't be billionaires in this day and age when people are living in squalor, blah, 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 blah. But it just didn't, as a movie, it just didn't connect that theme. It didn't do anything with it. It introduced it, and just like Dark Knight Rises, it scuttled it to the wayside for some ungodly re- un- some unknown reason. So what do you think about Ungodly reason. A lot of this is ungodly, trust me. What do you think of that? I, don't know, I feel like it did connect its own theme. The wealth inequality was the setup for him going insane like this. I don't. I think. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like to interpret things like that mm-hmm. as deep as you like to because I spent four years doing it in college and I want to not have to think about things so hard anymore. Um, it just it seems to me he was trying to tell. The, the story of him going crazy. Like, the character in this in this version, and only this version, because they gave him the backstory they did on purpose, and they and maybe the, the whole Thomas Wayne stuff maybe feeds into it, and I am overlooking that, but the purpose of being a symbol for what these protesters in the movie are, are, are fighting for and they're, they're upset about is the wealth inequality. Here, here's an example of that, taken to an extreme degree, and he's got camera in his face he's got a microphone on his jacket and he goes on there and says nothing and yeah i guess you can maybe make the argument that oh well, that's just the joker but the very next scene he's a king to them and they bust him out and they see him as this christ-like figure almost as the symbol well, i think it's movement. just because they saw him kill a rich man like i don't think it has it's any I, like I, I don't think his his per his intent was to go in there and become an icon. I think it just kind of happened. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Fuck you. <laughs> no, I agree. It did just kind of happen. It, it was a spur of the moment thing, and um, yeah. There is one moment that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Actually, there are two moments that are just that seem to be just Todd Phillips 
pressing record on the camera and stepping away for the most part and letting Joaquin Phoenix be Joaquin Phoenix. First scene is him dancing or whatever he's doing in the bathroom after he kills those guys. I get it. I get what the scene's going for. I just didn't understand why it went that way of him just twirling around in the bathroom. Hmm. I didn't I thought that was kind of pointless and I just I got it. Like it's him becoming the Joker. There you go. You just answered your own question. But it just—it felt something about it felt weird. Like how? Why would you use? Why would you choose that way to illustrate the character becoming him morphing from Arthur into the Joker? Why not? Why? What's so why special not? about that bathroom? What's so special about him? You know, dancing. I guess. He just killed some guys. See, and also another, just fact, I guess, and I'm not, I'm saying I'm gonna pull out the O word, objective, <gasps> that this movie, Joker origin stories don't work. They can't work. They shouldn't work. The point of the character is to not have a point. I guess is the best way, um, best way I can put it. And I think that having I don't think be, that that's subjective. That's objective. I, I, it's subjective because I, I just said it was objective. The killing joke exists and it's great and it works not the movie the comic book first of all i like the killing joke movie i think it's good. really even that first part yeah it's interesting i don't like that first part i like the rest of it though but it does something interesting with the character of batman he's allowed to make a mistake and i, think, I think that's provocative sure um yeah i mean i guess but Killing Joke, it doesn't give him. Like, we do we even know his name in the Killing Joke? I don't think we do. I don't know, but it's basically just the same movie. And also, the Killing Joke is thirty pages, as opposed to this, which was a two-hour movie, and you you don't. And also, the Killing Joke is written by Alan Moore, and this is written by Todd Phillips, so there's there's a big difference for you. But um, yeah, I think I don't think you should know that much about Joker coming in. I think he's best. It's a mystery, and not saying that this movie is really going to go anywhere, but when I watched this movie, I never, when I finished, when I walked out and the lights went up, I didn't feel like I watched a Joker movie. And, that, and not to say that, like, oh, the Joker stuff I like, like, he wasn't, you know, I, I was memeing in the group chat of, like, oh, he didn't wear purple, or the ma the makeup was wrong, or this or that. It just didn't, it just didn't feel like the Joker to me. Not and, to you. Jared Leto did not feel like the Joker to me. <laughs> Jared Leto didn't feel like the Joker to anybody. How fucking embarrassing must that be for Jared Leto? I don't know. How I'm bad sorry. do you think he feels right now? Like, oh, wow. I honestly, could have done this. Honestly, I'm in a difficult position because I I hate both of them so much. <laughs> not I, I don't hate Joaquin Phoenix. He does nothing for me. But I'm so indifferent towards both of them that... I kind of want Joaquin Phoenix to win Best Actor just to make Jared Leto feel bad. <laughs> it's not going to make him feel that bad, but it'll make him feel a little bit bad, and I feel like it's worth it for what for Joaquin Phoenix to win. But I agree. Jared Leto is just. I also I also believe that Joaquin Phoenix deserves the Oscar, but eh, that's where we go, differ. I, I would still go Leo. I love, I love what Leo did this year. He was incredible. Oh, I thought you... Okay. You said Leo. I thought you said Leto. 
and I was about to get really, really mad at you. Um, because I thought you meant you liked that Joker better. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, anybody? Nobody in their right mind likes the actually likes the Jared Leto Joker. That was, oh my god, that was horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, oh shit, where were we? What do you What do you think about the whole reality? Uh, bit about specifically well not specific because it's the only one Zazzy Beats how that the female character in this apartment building what about her how do I feel about it about how that all played out where she was a... no, I thought that was interesting it makes sense that was something else that they stole from King Comic yeah. <laughs> I don't care dude I haven't seen the movie. It doesn't bother me. It's way better than this. Um, I believe you, but I just don't care. Counterpoint. It's better than this. Um, cool. <laughs> objectively. No. <laughs> yeah. Because as of right now, I can say I like Joker better than The King of Comedy. Is that subjective? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, let me ask I want to ask you this. Uh... Does Batman exist in this world going forward? If this became a series, which God please no. Yes. They showed it. What do you mean? Does he though? Does he become Batman? Why wouldn't he? Why would he? It's a new interpretation. Maybe in this because version. Because his his parents still got killed by gun violence. Like that's that's opening. Like I don't understand. I'm leading this into another question. That's why I wanted to ask. To sit the okay. I hope, I just hope, just to piss you off, this is uh, Robert Pattinson's Joker. They've already said it's not. I don't believe you. They have, but okay. Does this, is, is there, is this part of a continuity where Mr. Freeze becomes Mr. Freeze? Shh. I don't, <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. 10 out of 10 film. 10 out of 10 film A. No. Uh, what if they do a gritty retelling of Mr. Freeze, like this movie? Please, give it to but me. But they steal only from, like, I don't know, Avatar. How do you steal from Avatar into it? I don't Freeze? know. So they still steal from da Dancing with Wolves. How do you do that? What part of Dances with Wolves could make it into a Mr. Freeze movie? <laughs> I don't Tell me that. Maybe he makes, he makes friends with some sort of, like, Inuit tribe. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I was trying to make a joke. I thought when it was it funny. When that idea, I'm into it. Oof. I am the Joker. <laughs> I am the Joker. Well, nobody's laughing now. Jeez, yeah, that's mega cringe. Um, by the way, it also doesn't help. <laughs> so this movie is like about the Joker and he's a comedian and all that. It doesn't help that there's so many good comedians that are in this movie that don't get to do anything. Like Mark Maron... A uh, guy I really love. You don't see him, but you hear him. Sam Morrill is... I heard him in there. Uh, he's an amazing Sam comedian. I love that guy. And he also... He tells jokes about, like, child abduction, and they're fucking hysterical. And it's not... So I'm not a p little PC sad boy. Um, Chris Red is also in there. He's on SNL now. He's great. Um, and I'm sure there's some others that I miss. But, yeah. There was some very good uh, comedians in here. So shout out to them for getting to work. Um, let's see. Oh, the other scene I I really despised, and for one particular reason, when he becomes the Joker, 
and he goes down the stairs and he dances. That was horrible. Okay, I didn't see that scene. I went pee during that time. Are you serious? Yeah. So you didn't see him dance down the stairs? No. Sonia told me what happened. What is it with you and peeing? I have a bad bladder. Cody. I low-key probably had diabetes. Well, their slushie was good. <laughs> well, Cody, have you ever have you been to a sporting event recently? No. Um. Let's, <laughs> let's be quiet for a second so I can look something up. So I can edit it later. All right, silence. Okay. Starting now. Am I allowed to talk now? Okay, so in that scene, since you were in the bathroom, they used... And again, this goes back to kind of something I mentioned with Queen, about how they've written all these songs that I hear at sporting events, and now I hate them. Because the songs are fine, and then when you, hear, when you hear a song that's fine over and over and over again, it drives you insane, so this is what happened. So when Joker came down the stairs, they played this song. <laughs> okay, I know it. And it did not work. It just didn't work. Like, that's playing that song as he dances down the stairs was so stupid and completely undercut the moment. I don't know what song you play as you come as, to show him dancing down the stairs. I don't know what that song is, but it sure as fuck isn't that one. It was so ridiculous mm -hmm. and stupid, and that song, like, it's another, it's a sports song, where it's like, da -na -na, hey, and everybody chants, da -na -na, da -na -na, yeah, hey. what's the name of this song, Rock and Roll? Rock and Roll Part 2, and it's by a guy who's a convicted, uh, I think, child predator, so that's another whole controversy. And now I realize why it's been a while since I've heard in a, in a sports game, because the guy is a, you know, child predator, he's a Chris Hansen boy. Um, and I don't, that, that scene just did not work for me at fucking all. And it was so silly. And I don't know. It, did the move, maybe the movie didn't, maybe that was the point, I guess, but still don't know what the point was. Uh, I don't, I don't, I just don't know why they chose that song. But it's probably true. To piss song. off little boys like you. Okay. Um,. Bro, you're pretty cringe. I'm just putting that out there. You're cringe. Am I, though? Yes. Don't know why. Why? Because you're a gamer. Fuck. I'm playing a game right now. Exactly. Um, so, we, we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, I wanted to bring it up, uh, just to close the loop, I guess, on it. That quote that you mentioned in the at the end of the movie, where Joker was talking. So he goes from, I'm not political... But then right before he kills Murray, his quote is, How about another joke, Murray? What do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that defends him and treats him like trash? And then he kills Murray. Uh-oh. So, like, he's... So this is my, kind of my problem. He's acknowledging the inequality. He says it. I'm a mentally ill loner with, with a society, and society is... 
is made up of people, and we organize through politics, and we organize through, you know, a, a sort of a hierarchy and a government that does that people vote for to do things, and then they do things. That's the society that he's talking about. He's acknowledging that, but right before he says he's not political. So I just don't know what the connection is there. Uh, but it's a society that abandons him and treats him like trash. First of all... Well, maybe society was the wrong word to use. I mean, as much as I hate the idea the of thing. that word not there's being a, in the movie. The thing is, there was a script that went around a while ago where that, instead of society, it's a system. They changed it to society. I think system is a better word. Exactly, I agree. But they did for the meme. Well, good. Kind of respect <laughs> that, too. So it's a Makes the movie better, honestly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just kind of that, that whole last talk that he gives about being apolitical and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, all of that was just, ugh, it was a mega cringe for me. Um, I did like, once it was over, I liked, I liked the shot of him. You mentioned shots there. I like the shot of him in the back of the car watching the chaos. I like the shot of him on the hood. <laughs> you of the mean car. you like the seat? You like the shot from the Dark Knight? Well, in Dark Knight, his head's sticking out of the car. Yeah, that's the yeah. It, but come on, but like that you shot, didn't no, get to say you didn't get vibes from that. No, I did. But that literally, I'm, what I'm saying is that shot of him in the car was the most Jokery shot of the entire movie. I, like I felt the Joker in that scene. He's just his makeup is all smeared. It's like running down his face. And he's sweating through it, and he's just looking at what he hath created and what he's done. And he loves it. He loves the chaos. That, I was like, oh, that's Joker. That and the, the, the scene with the little guy, with the little person, was that, those were the two Joker moments. And the rest, I thought, were just cosplay. Um, <laughs> and bummer, I guess. But I, And I also did kind of like, not as much, but I liked him making the grin out of blood. thought that, you know, obviously to cool. do, but pretty, pretty good. I um, liked that a lot. The, but then that last scene in the when he's in the when he's in Arkham, presumably. Mm. I think they think the whole uh, you wouldn't get the joke line is a lot better than it is. But you know, whatever. Let's not split hairs here. Why? That's a Joker thing to say. Yeah. But uh, and then have him kind of running around with. Uh, where, like, get blood on his shoes and he's running around. Definitely reminded me of Rorschach a little bit. Uh, some <laughs> scenes that are kind of like that. Uh, but I thought it was actually a pretty good ending. Uh, a good As far as last shots go, I did not mind that one at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, you have any other likes or dislikes? I liked pretty much the whole movie. Um, I liked Joaquin Phoenix. I liked the story that was told. I liked that ending. I liked... I like pretty much everything. I thought this movie was great. But I liked focusing on the negative and calling you a cuck all the time. So Thank you. No, uh, I thought it was I thought this movie was really great. Right. It's a I picture. Not, it's oh yeah, we have to decide. You think it's a picture? It's a picture. Picture. Wow. And no, it's a film. For sure. I'll go movie. Really? More than content? Yeah. I think the... Here's why. I'm, I'm going to give it a movie instead of content on a technicality. 
is that because it's rated R, I don't think they were expecting this to be for mass consumption. Like, like if it, if this is PG-13 and just watered down the violence a little bit, it would 100% be content. But just because they're not marvelizing it and making it safe for the kiddies <laughs> is... I'll give it a, I'll give it a movie. Marvelizing it. Oh, my God. Can't get through a comic book movie episode without bump, dumping Marvel. Release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Or the Snyder Cut, that, that too. It's more of my checklist than you guys' checklist. But um, I did not like the movie. I thought... I think Todd Phillips is a moron. I think yep, okay, good. yeah. I think Moron... It's not surprising me that Moron makes bad movie. Joaquin does... Makes me feel nothing. I'm not excited for him in movies. I'm not not excited for him in movies. Yes, you're not excited for him. You don't like him. It's okay not to like him. Just admit it. But I don't... The thing is, I don't dislike him either. Yes, you do. I don't. You do. You obviously do, but you don't want to admit it to yourself for some reason. I don't, Cody. You don't like him. I don't dislike him. And that's fine. Let me, let me go. I'm going to run through Joaquin Phoenix's, Joaquin Bottoms' filmography. What? The Master was okay. Oh, he was great in Inherent Vice. He was awesome in Inherent Vice. Yeah, He's that one's amazing good. amazing in her. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? I have. Why are you such a... <laughs> Cody. No meme. That is one of my favorite movies of I all know, time. I know it's on your list. We both we both saw you were never really here. We both hated it. Yeah, that was a weird movie. That was a shit movie. This movie was actually like I kind of got the same vibes. Very similar vibes. I don't know. Not my guy. It's no Michael Stewart. If this was Michael Stewart, we got something. We got something going. We got a, we got a stew uh, going. I think Joaquin Phoenix is better. How dare you! Why has he been in any Sorkin? I don't know, yeah, but I think right. that'd be amazing. He also is apparently in a movie where he plays Jesus Christ this year, so... There we go. Perfect. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, movie did not work for me. I think if, if Todd Phillips just directed and they got somebody to write an actual screenplay and not just, you know, steal shit... Then maybe it could have worked. Maybe he actually wrote You're a such good a, story. Such a cuck. It's like, oh, Marty did the work for me. I guess I'll just do do do. Here's that. And hey, look. Believe what you need to believe to make you feel better, Mister Film fine. Boy. I feel fine. Go full, David Ehrlich. By the way, just for the record, I like I said earlier. I don't really like Taxi Driver that much. I think it's a fine movie. It's okay for what it is. I never had saw it years ago. I do not have the. Yeah, I bet you'd like Joker more if you liked this movie. What? I bet you would like Joker more if you liked Taxi Driver. I don't think... I think the opposite. I don't believe you. Let's do... Let's do some Joker ranking, shall we? Yeah. Who goes first? You. Eight out of ten. Oh, I thought... I said rankings, but I guess we... Oh, what do you... Oh, oh, my bad. Sorry, sorry. No, I might as well get my rating. My rating's in one and a half. Yeah, I kind of like I like it a little bit more, just because I remembered some stuff that I enjoyed, like the ending I really liked. That last, literally, that last scene was very, very good, and the score was pretty solid. And there was a few moments I thought worked fine, um, but I don't know. As a whole, fuck this movie. Nah, fuck you. You're bad. Oh, the uh, the and I'm gonna give Phoenix credit for this because I know Todd Phillips isn't smart enough to think of it on his own. The whole the laugh bit actually having the joker ha- 
not being able to control his laughter was, probably, was pretty smart. I liked that quite a bit. But I always kind of got that feeling about the Joker, even though it wasn't explicitly stated like it was with this, that he just he couldn't really control his laughter, and he just did it like a reflex, but whatever. Um, rankings, then. Are we doing live action only? No, everything. Mark Hamill, Phoenix, what? and Ledger are on par with each other. Oh my god, Cody, you're killing me. I'm tying them. Yes, so, so. Um, actually, no, you can give the edge to uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. And then Phoenix, then Nicholson, and Leto is down at the bottom. The correct ranking is... No, Ledger. your ranking. The correct ranking, the objectively correct ranking is Ledger, Hamill, Nicholson, uh, Romero, obviously. No. And then I put Leto and Phoenix in whatever order you want. I feel nothing towards one and I hate the other, so fuck it, who cares? Any, That's such any, a bad. Any thing. insistence that Phoenix is anywhere close to Ledger is just absurd. Or but they're Ledger they're both Hamill. great. Yeah. And Hamill is the best Joker there's ever been. So whatever. Believe what you want. You're just wrong. Okay. I only give I only give Ledger the edge over Hamill is because he did it in live action. So what? So, the physicality of the Joker is important. It's a whatever great helps voice, you, whatever helps voice. you sleep at night, brother. I don't. You think I sleep at night? I just whatever helps awake. you justify yourself. I, I just lay awake and I look at pictures of you, Cody. That's good. Yeah. Helps me sleep. Send me some new ones, by the way. Okay. Thanks. We live okay, in so. a society. <laughs> we sure do. Sure do what, Cody? Live in a society. You bet. You. This movie, by the way, despite all the pissing by people like myself, is doing great. Like It's almost at $300 million, um, so it is true that people will go see anything as long as... It's so good. You just I don't know why you like this. What do you... Tell me, what do you think its uh, audience... Or its rating is on Letterboxd? It's a four. I know. I've been looking at it. Yeah, it is a four. Yeah, 14. so even your pretentious douchebag website likes it. <laughs> I don't know why you're being so mean. I'm not. It's a. It's got fifteen thousand five star reviews. How's that feel? Check out Steve Jobs real quick. <laughs> Quality, not quantity. There's no. I mean, no. Objectively, Steve Jobs is a better movie than this. Objectively, it is. You and you know it, Cody. There's a debate to be had there. No, there isn't. There really but isn't. I agree with you. It's objective. Completely objective. <laughs> Steve Jobs did something new, did something fresh. He was ambitious. This movie is not ambitious at fucking all. I don't know. Isn't Steve Jobs kind of just like the social network? No, it's not. The social mm. network has intercutting narratives like Rashomon. Steve Jobs is a literal three arc structure. Never been done in a biopic. Three I don't know. Three days. That's all Come it on. is. Steve Jobs. It's like, do you even like Jeff Daniels in that movie, Cody? I really do. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, uh, as far as DCU goes, uh, 
it's better than sweet is it better than suicide squad yes what how is that even a question i it's a question because i just asked it you're such a cuck dude. Oh okay my... i have it i have it wait do I, oh i do okay um i have it as of the eight dceu film a's it, i have it as number seven of eight right in front of justice league right behind aquaman and suicide squad Honestly, if you gave me the choice, I'd watch Suicide Squad before I'd watch this. I don't. I do not understand. I can't understand. Your 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 worldview is just so much different than mine. I cannot comprehend how you're feeling this way. You make no sense to me. Can we um cut in at the end of this episode's uh, Josh's text to speech uh, <laughs> review? No. So you know where what we should probably say why he isn't here. He doesn't why isn't live, he, here? he doesn't live in a society. He doesn't live in a society. It's a society only podcast, unfortunately, this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> he has to go without that mouth is not getting fed. Um let's move on to watching reading listening to. We've talked about this m- enough for one lifetime. Uh, <laughs> I, I love your little chuckles, Cody. I really do. Um you wanna go first or shall I? I will go first. I rewatched all of Breaking Bad because it's an amazing show. And only just, those who don't live in a society that? think it's bad. Can I just say one thing about that? No. What? Breaking Bad show. No, Breaking Great show. You're just, I don't know, you've never even watched it. That's the worst part about I watched it. Is you three, won't even, I watched three episodes. You won't even give it a chance. I did. I gave it three episodes. You watched it three out of 63 episodes or whatever. You're, you can't grip me after three, then you're not worth my time. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way because you're missing out on the most universally loved show. I'm sorry. I, ever. Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? I've listen, seen, Mason. I've, listen, I've seen Danny Phantom, so I don't know where this is coming from. Hmm. Great show. Fucking great show. Or American okay. Dragon, Jake Long. Both great shows. Um, I'm excited for the Breaking Bad movie coming out this weekend. That's why I rewatched it. Now I'm starting to watch uh, show. Better Call Saul. Better sucks show. You're just bad at it, dude. Just stop. Bad show. That's it. I went and saw Ad Astra again. Oh, nice. I didn't like it as much this time. Why is that? My friend, I went and saw it with, uh, pointed out that it's a bit, like, it's not subtle on its themes. And that the sci-fi setting could have literally been anything else and you could have told the same story. I mean, you couldn't have. Really could have though. But the, the the theme and the the idea of him looking for life and not seeing and it right could in have... front of him was is kind of crucial to the story because that's the whole bit is that he didn't see his son who was right in front of him and he went off chasing uh, other things. Maybe that's debatable. That's that's debatable. I don't want to get into it though. Listen, Cody, um, that's can, no. right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I still like it a lot. It's still a great movie. 
but <laughs> you know you know oh sorry i have to jump in here real quick you know what song would have been better uh at the at the scene with him in the um uh fuck fuck fuck, fuck with joker and the stairs i know you, i know you didn't see it but uh, i just need to i need you to know that this would work better Hold on, sorry, an ad is playing. This <laughs> the worst person I know. So this, <laughs> this song would have been better for the Joker scene. <laughs> they should have done it in that first scene where he gets the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> Okay, but I really want somebody to re-edit the Joker dancing scene with the I get knocked down by fucking who are these people? Chumba Wumba. <laughs> Much okay, if that was in it, I would at least give him this movie three stars out of five for sure on Letterboxd if they had the Chumba Wumba song as he came down the stairs. <laughs> I I think based on how I remember his movements being, I think it would have worked tempo wise. Um <laughs> Oh, golly. What about you? What have you been watching, reading, and or listening to? I went and saw The Shining in theaters. I wanted to so bad. Oh, you didn't go? I couldn't. Wow, cuck. Um, not, not my fault. I don't know. It, it's not that good. No, nah, it's pretty good. <laughs> That's so okay, It's pretty good. It's really, really good. Jack is god tier. Um, oh, I finished that book, Dr. Sleep. Oh, nice. Don't tell me so, anything. I'm going to tell you the whole story. Oh, fuck. Shelley Duvall is I don't care I don't care. I really don't care what justification that they have. She sucks in the movie and she should have been played by somebody else and I hated her and I hate her character <laughs> and I didn't buy them as a couple. I just no. It did no. I I'm sorry for her that she put herself through that. That sucks or she was put through that I should say cuz you don't go on a set expecting that you're going to be abused the way she was. Mm. But yikes. She was not good in the movie. Um Hope she's well, though. Really do. Um, I also saw a movie called Rain Man. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a good movie. Good movie. Haven't, haven't seen it before. It's a very nice nice watch. Some good old... It's good old young Tom Cruise. I kind of miss him. I, I love the Mission Impossible stuff, but he's a really good dramatic actor. He could... Like, he's done Sorkin. He did it really well, so I feel like... Oh, my God. A Few Good Men is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. So good. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna be a douchebag and say that, uh, bro, if you watch, if you're not watching Succession, bro, you're like missing out, bro. Um, I don't know what that is. It is Adam McKay and Will Ferrell executive produced. Oof, you lost me. You shouldn't have said anything about Adam McKay. With Jeremy Strong, Sarah Snook, uh, Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, and Brian Cox. Okay, I'm looking at a poster right now. I don't know what it's about, but it looks boring. It's really, it's really, really good. It's Who's the old man in this show? That's Brian Cox. What he, do I know him from? I don't know, a lot of stuff. Okay, I'll look. So furious typing. Love it. Such a cutie, Cody. Brian Cox. He's Scottish. Mm-hmm. He was um, in Super Troopers. Okay. The Born Supremacy. Uh huh. Good movie. X two. Oh yeah, he. That's where I guy. know him from. He's Colonel Stryker. Colonel Stryker. Braveheart. 
Yep. Rushmore. He was in Rise of Planet of the Apes. I don't know. As. Huh. And Troy. Troy's a sneaky good movie. Have you ever seen that? No, it's on Netflix. I was going to watch it, but I felt like it was too long. I didn't. And also, I don't like Eric Bana. But Brad Who's he playing that? I don't know. He plays some guy. Um, I'm just curious now. That'll just about do it, though, I think, for us. I think so, too. I think so, too. A lot of society talk in this one. I think we absolutely hate each other, but this might be the last episode of the podcast. I think we, we, we agree more than we disagree. Not today. Not today. But we do both agree that that coming down the stairs scene would have been better with Chumbawamba. I think anything would be better with Chumbawamba, for being honest. What about uh, your daughter's first dance at her wedding? Well, I would advocate for Chumbawamba to be played. <laughs> Listen, sweetie, I don't have many demands, but Chumbawamba needs to be... <laughs> Listen, I know it's your day, but I need to dance to Chumbawamba. We either need t- 12 different songs or just I get knocked down six times. That's one what of those two kind, things. What kind of society would we be living in if I <laughs> So I went to a Chumbawamba list wedding, and honestly, they could probably they could probably play it live because does Chumbawamba really have anything going on these days? I don't know, probably like, not. What they gotta they gotta make a quick pit stop at the Iowa State Fair? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> They're not that busy. You know what? Hold on, I really need to know for sure now. Chumba, Chumbawamba. God, they're British. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, get knocked down. What are you up again? Oh, yeah, I guess that makes more sense. I just figured they were just, like, I don't know. Weird. Idiots. Oh, they they broke up in 2012. No! <laughs> we do, of course, deserve the right to reemerge as Chumbawamba doing something else entirely. Certainly not touring and putting out albums every two or three years. Frankly, that's not very likely. 30 years of being snotty, eclectic, funny, contrarian, and just plain weird. What a privilege and what a good time we've had. <laughs> oh my god, they... What the fuck? They're doing a theater? Oh my... <laughs> okay, I just... I'm, I, they have a theater section on the Wikipedia page, and it says, 2013, Chumbawamba and Red Ladder collaborated again on Big Society, written by Bob Whaley. Oh my oh, god, fuck. it's perfect. It it's is perfect. perfect. When I first read that, I read that as Chumbawamba and Red Lobster. And I was like, what the fuck? That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh my god. They have so many people in their band. Holy shit. There's literally two dozen people in this band. Good. Deserved. Best band. Okay. Okay, hold I have on. A question I want to play a quick I wanna play a quick game of which one of these isn't a Chumbawamba album name. Slap, Tub Thumper, A B C D E F G, or Un. Trick question, they're all Chumbawamba's. Correct. <laughs> Slap is my favorite one. Tub Thumper. They have a song called Pickle. Puccini said. I, I love them so much. Can we turn this into a Chumbawamba podcast? Hell yeah. Okay. We'll go through all their albums, song by song, and talk about question? it. Are you going to go see Alien this weekend? Uh, No. I saw it. I already saw it this year, or I saw it recently. They're fathom eventing it. I'm gonna go see it. Good. I'm glad. 
glad. I don't know why I said that so uh, snooty, but I'm because you're a douchebag. You. <laughs> like it's just the way you are. That's why we're friends. I didn't mean to be so condescending, Cody. I apologize. No, that's fine. I get it. Uh, but enjoy, enjoy Alien, great film. <laughs> enjoy um, Alien. Enjoy Alien. I, that, that's not condescending. I'm being sincere. <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. Yeah, say hi to Jones the Cat for me. I wonder if he's still on. Oh, uh, he's not. Where, where where is Jones the Cat these days? Dead as shit. What are you talking about? He's got to be alive. No. He's 40 years old. He'd be, he'd be the oldest cat in the world. He'd be like 20 now? Maybe 15? What? He'd be 40. Maybe 25. But cats have lived as well. You're killing me. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> Next week, probably, we're going to... I'm hoping we will continue the top fives of the decade leading up to the end of this year and the end of... What do you mean? we got to talk about Breaking Bad movie. I'm not... I don't... I What, what could I possibly bring to that conversation? I've never seen the show. I, just watch the show. I don't know what... You want me to binge the show before we talk about Breaking Bad? Yeah. How much are you going to pay me? I'll give you $10 if you binge the show. Put another zero on that and we'll talk. Fuck you. Exactly. So I guess I'm not doing it. $100? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> are you going to say it? a different word? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that could have been. Um... I don't know. We'll probably maybe El Camino and you guys can blather on about that and then we'll do a top five real quick. That's the plan. But we shall see, like you said. But until next time, you can follow us at underscore real clicks on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Oh, we should probably check those at some point. I don't know, I'll get around to it. Leave it leave us an iTunes review, like I said, just then again. Check us out on Spotify, send us an email real podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, Cody. I get knocked down. But I get up again. You ain't never gonna keep me down. Oh, whaty boy? Donnie boy. Wait, did Chumba Wumba predict the presidency of Donald Trump? I doubt it. I think they said, oh, Donnie boy, though. Okay. Hit it, Chumba Wumba. I get knocked down, but I